Why? <laughs> Hi, I'm John. I'm Robin. This is Rangers of the Midwest Podcast. You guys are in for a treat today. Yeah, we're going to talk about dogs. Dogs. So, there isn't a lot to the dog stories we have here, but there is enough for you guys to understand what the capabilities of dogs in parks, why you should keep them on leashes, and why it's also important to always carry a bag with you, because sometimes the unexpected can happen. Um, if I would say one thing about dogs real quick, all dogs are good. I see nothing wrong with ever having dogs at a Midwest park. I mean, everyone loves animals in, in, in entirety, but dogs are like just the American standard. Like, Hey, I have a pet, either have a cat or a dog normally to start. So that's why it's also important that we just make sure people follow and stick to the, the spectrum of rules we have because there's big dogs and there's little dogs. There's nice dogs, there's mean dogs. Everyone thinks their dog's the nicest dog, it's the cutest, it's the best dog that's ever hit, hit the thing since sliced bread. But the one thing that not everyone understands is not all dogs like other dogs. Yeah, if we didn't have the rules that we had, it would be like a dog park. Yeah. It would be out of control. It, Poop everywhere, dogs running around, fighting. People. It, some people are so deathly afraid of dogs. Yes, that's the main thing I was going to say there. There's people that are... I remember... Here's a quick story, not even related to parks. I used to live next to a woman that she had some sort of bad run-in with a dog. And my friend has a dog... Uh, what's the name? Uh, they call it a Harley Quinn uh, Great Dane. Oh, wow. It's a big dog. huge, huge dog. Sweetest dog as can be, by the way. But when someone that has a run-in with a dog before and they're like, they're 50s, 60s or whatever, they don't want to deal with dogs no more. Mook is the name of this dog, ran straight up to this woman and this woman lost her crap. I never seen her outside again when I lived in that house for a year and a half. She said, ah, I don't like dogs. And she panicked. Wow, so, that traumatized her. Yeah, she was destroyed, basically. I never saw her again. I, luckily, I don't live in the, over there anymore. I should probably apologize sometime, even though it wasn't my dog. But that's the one reason why we keep dogs on a leash. We can try to keep them close to their owner because that dog cherishes and loves that person probably with their life. But not all dogs have the same output towards people as other people. Yeah, like, could you imagine... With a full parking lot, people driving around, dogs are off the leash, just running in front of cars. Like, we would have smush dogs. Oh, dude, I would feel terrible if I had to deal with that. Yeah, but luckily we don't have to deal with that. And that's the reason why we have the rules right there. <laughs> yes. I'll let you leave this one off. I heard you had a story about uh, a dog off the leash. Yeah. So, so this is a story that actually involves Ranger Jacob, who was a special guest a couple episodes back. Okay, okay. Um, so me and him were called on the radio, uh, about a dog off the leash in the campground and we were just like, okay, like this will be an easy fix. Let's go down there and, you know, get the dog back to its owner. So we get down to the campground, we see the dog, um, running around in circles and there's hardly anyone in the campground at this point. Like the people that own the dog, they're the only person in that loop. So we go up to uh, the people and we're like, so what's going on? And they're like, well, this has happened to us before. Our dog has gotten loose and we haven't been able to get him back. 
And I was like, okay, Yikes. how are we going to get this dog back? <laughs> <laughs> so we, me and Ranger Jacob were calling this dog. They have duck liver and pieces of steak from their dinner last night that they're tossing at the dog, and he's just eating it, thinking that it's a game. <laughs> so me and Jacob, Ranger Jacob are calling him. We're trying to get close to him. Every time we get close to him, he's barking nonstop. And he, it's like a growling bark so it's kind of intimidating but the owners kept saying oh he won't bite you he won't bite you and we're just like are you sure because he sounds pretty mean <laughs> but anyways ranger jacob was you know just getting a little bit excited and he was making jumps at the dog diving at the dog trying to get him <laughs> wasn't working for him so we eventually kind of just you know became spectators <laughs> like we just <laughs> we were just watching everything happen so the wife um, the wife, the owner of the dog, she, <laughs> she, she was getting fed up. She eventually just like took off at the dog, tackled him like a linebacker. <laughs> and I mean, she was on the dog and this was probably 30 to 45 minutes after we arrived at the site. Dang. And, um, she was able to put the leash on and bring him back into the camper. So problem was solved but you know that was <laughs> that was definitely an adventure i would say how big was the dog it was oh what kind of dog was it it was like about as big as like you know an average lab maybe like 70 pounds so like a mid-size yeah okay it was it, it had to be part lab part husky or something because it did have the tall pointy ears but mm -hmm. It was it was a cute dog. It just like didn't want to listen. It didn't. No. I don't think they trained it very well. No, that dog just wanted to have fun. Yeah, yeah. and he was excited about getting treats thrown to him. Yeah. Oh, steak! Yeah, I'll just keep running around in circles. This is perfect. Yeah, he thought it was a game, definitely. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's another good example of a dog that means well but doesn't know better. Yeah, because someone that you know what was just walking through the campground might have seen the dog and the dog would have d done the mean growl at them and oh it would have scared the crap out of them like if someone was deathly afraid of dogs so yeah. i was just like we just need to get this over with but it took a lot longer than expected <laughs> <laughs> that'd have been fun to watch but <laughs> a rough situation to be in having to chase after a mid-sized dog and too. the funniest part is like the dog only wandered like a few sites around like he didn't even go any farther than that <laughs> So that's good at least. Yeah. So he didn't want to leave anywhere past just where his owners were. So He knew where the treats were. He knew yeah. where they could get pieces of steak and duck liver. I'll stay within this 100 foot radius where I'm going to get the duck liver and I'll just keep playing this game. Just keep throwing me meat. I'll keep doing this all day. Yeah, that was exciting. Dogs are sweet, but that's why we got to keep them on a leash right mm -hmm. there. Well, I got one for you here. So just the other day, actually, uh, while we were in our... Um, I guess I can say our coming back to real life kind of scenario that we're at because we've been get, trying to get past this whole crisis we have where we had to wear, well, we still have to wear masks, but to open all the parks. At the time this story happened, we had almost nothing open. Yeah, it was just, we were just beginning to open things. Yeah, yeah, we didn't have none of the bathrooms open. We had the beach open. Uh, things are not prepared in this area at all. It was messy. Yeah, so... Out of the few of us that were there, the best thing I can do, because I have to keep my distance, is to stand on top of a dune and to watch over the crowds of people. Well, 
Just with so binoculars. Happy. Yeah, with binoculars. I do like to make sure everyone's safe from a distance if I can, at minimum. So I am uh, sitting on top of this dune, and this guy goes, hey, hey, ho, hello. And he's waving down to me at the bottom of the dune. I'm like, okay, coming to you. Run down the dune, I go up there, and the guy has like a toy-sized dog, like a chihuahua almost. No, it's a Pomeranian, real fluffy-looking small guy, you know. So I'm talking to the guy, and I'm like, hey, what's up? And he's like, hey, I'm just here to kind of see my daughter and everything like that. Big mess, you know, a big custody war or whatever. And I'm like, okay, what, what's, the, what's the question, though? And he's like, um, where can I bring my dog? Am I allowed to bring it on the beach? And I'm like, well... There's an area over here that we don't want dogs, but anything on this side of the sidewalk is good to go. And he's like, oh, okay, that makes sense. And then the dog came up like he wanted to sniff my hand. So I'm like, oh, I love dogs. The easy, easy call for me. I'm putting my hand out. I reach down for the dog, and right when I put my hand down, the dog jumps back. And he goes, oh, yeah, he's a little skittish. And I'm like, yeah, that's what I can tell. And the dog starts to take a crap right there. Like, he backed up, did a spin, and they squatted. And then he just started pooping out three turds. And I'm just like, oh, great. I just scared the crap out of this dog. You literally scared the crap out of him. <laughs> so, so, so I'm like, um, and I'm kind of just thinking about like, hey, you got to clean this up, guy. It's your dog. I know I scared him, but whatever. And before I can even get anything out, the guy says, oh, God, crap. I don't have a bag on me. Dang it. And then he kind of gave me the side eye like, Hopefully someone can do something about this. And I looked at him and I'm like, I'll take care of it, sir. Typical. And he's like, oh, thanks. Oh, great. Thanks. Okay. See you later. And he just takes off right there five seconds after the dog just pooped. So a couple of cars drive by and I'm, I'm about to clean up the poop. I put my gloves on and then I see a guy flying a drone, which you're not allowed to do. I go talk to him. I'm like, hey, bring your drone back and blah, blah, blah. Turns out his family climbed up the dune next to me. I didn't realize it. They ran down. And then they were talking kind of behind where I was about three foot proximity from the poop. Like, there's plenty of room. They're not going to get near the poop. I'm not going to question this. I'm like, okay, thanks for grabbing the drone. Where'd you get it from? That's cool. Okay. I turn around again. Kid is like inches. This kid is like, oh, man, he's about to step right on this poop. It's going to smush. It's going to go everywhere. It's going to go between his toes probably. All kinds of gross stuff, you know? So I'm like watching him i want to grab it but i don't want to get in the proximity of the kid because you know the six foot thing but i'm kind of like trying to sneak my hand in there to grab this poop and then the mom keeps talking to the kid she doesn't even realize that there's poop there and she keeps kind of like talking the kid back more closer to the poop i let it get this close the kid took one step with his right foot he kind of pivoted 45 degrees and his foot planted as close as you can get to poop without getting poop on your shoe and i'm like yeah there's poop on the ground don't step there and the kid goes, oh, and then he kind of stutters and twists a little bit. And he almost steps on it again and turns around. And the mom's like, oh, yeah, look out for the turds in the sand. Yeah, just kick some sand on it. I'm like, let's not do that. I got gloves here. I'm picking it up. I'm just trying to make sure. Okay, thanks. All right, guys. Okay, y'all have a safe day now. And I kind of just took one of the gloves, grabbed it, peeled it off, picked up the other glove, and threw it away. Just kick some sand on it. Yeah, right? I cannot put in suspense how close this kid came to stepping on that poop. And if you could picture slow motion in the head that, that was going through my head at the time, it was like, and the kid just missed the poop. It's almost like a reward if you would have, but kind of like terrible if you did at the same time. That's all I'm going to say about that. All I'm saying is, owners, if you have a, an animal with you, always be prepared for the worst. Bring a bag. Walmart bags work just fine. Something to make sure that you can clean up 
fecal matter or any sort of situation where there's going to be a mess afterwards. Because we are a carry-in, carry-out kind of state. We have trash cans, but if you can't get it to a trash can, take it with you. Don't leave it behind. Nobody likes litter or poop. So that's yeah, my story on most that. gas stations have trash cans. Just toss it in there. Yeah, they, they won't care. No. Most public places, it just dump whatever you want in. But yeah, that was my suspenseful poop story involving an animal. Wow. That sounds like it could be in a movie. <laughs> I hope I can make it into a five-minute short film. <laughs> <laughs> so, we work at a very busy park as rangers. And um, when we are busy, there's a lot of people coming in. And the traffic is slow. So there was one instance one day that there was a girl driving in. Maybe she was stopped for the moment, but her German Shepherd just like jumped out the window. Yikes. And we had a ranger yelling at her like, get your dog, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, I'm getting my dog. So she's like in, she put her car in park, went, grabbed her dog, put him back in, rolled up her windows. And then I was like, okay, that's over. And then she ended up driving away. Then I was down at the beach later, and I saw her German Shepherd taking a poop in the sand. Oh, God. And I saw she was with her dog. He was on a leash, which is good. It's a good but start. she um, walked away, and I was like, oh, heck no. She isn't <laughs> leaving this poop. So I followed her, and I was like, ma'am, pick up your dog's poop, please. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. I said I asked her to pick it up, and she was like, "She's like, why don't you just leave me alone? I already got yelled at today by one of you." And I was like, "Okay, just pick up the poop." So she and she, I watched her. She went and picked up the poop with a bag that she got from her mom. I saw her pick it up and throw it in the trash can. I was like, "Okay, satisfaction." Then later, <laughs> I was down on the beach again with a different ranger, and I think it was Ranger John. Yeah. And her dog was swimming in the water that where we don't allow dogs. I'm like, how many times do we have to deal with this woman today? So, Ranger John. Yeah, so I want, I want to definitely throw in some comments on this one. So the first thing, the reason that we yelled at her for the line thing, we have this road that goes in and out almost two miles out to like a main highway. And if you stop there, you're basically holding up traffic yeah, for two miles. Yeah, and emergency vehicles are stopped, not able to get in if for an emergency. And yeah. It just stops traffic, and people that live farther down the street can't get to their homes, and it's just a big mess. A whole big mess. And so, uh, as terrible as it sounds, the, the ranger was just trying to do his best to make traffic flow for that one. Yeah. And then it's just rotten luck on her part that right when the dog poops, she walks away looking like she's done with it. for like She's not coming back to that location. Mm-hmm. Whether or not she was actually doing it, we don't know that. Yeah. So, yeah, we're going to yell at her. There's no doubt in my mind. Like, hey, you're going to leave some, some poop from a mid-sized dog over there? That poop's like the size of my forearm, and you're just going to let that sit in the sand? Like, come on. And then, yeah, you're talking about on the beach. I remember this crossover because as the first time I dealt with her because I came mm-hmm. in on a different shift. But she was she had her dog in the lake right on the edge there. And I walked up to her, and I'm like, excuse me, ma'am? She's like, oh, here we go. And I'm like, I'm sorry? <laughs> and she's like, you guys just keep hounding me today. What is it now? And I'm like, yeah. well, you can't have your dog in the water over here. It's actually against OSHA code to have animals inside a buoyed area. And she's like, yeah, 
I was told that I could have my dog over here, though. And I'm like, they may have told you you can have your dog on that side of the sidewalk, but you can't have it over here. And she's like, I'll just never come here again. Thank you. That's what we were waiting to hear. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, no offense to most public, but all, all we have is our rules. You know, we have to live by rules or else everything will just be a muck. You know, if everyone had their dogs in the water and there's people that were afraid of dogs, people would be biting it, getting bit by dogs, or there'd be dogs just pooping in the water, peeing in the water, doing whatever they want. But it's like, there, there's an area for that. It's just not at that park, unfortunately. There are other parks in the Midwest that allow dogs in the water if you want that to happen. Mm-hmm. But that's not the park you want to be at for that. Have your dogs on the, the, the other side of the sidewalk where you can watch boats come in and stuff like that. Just relax. But... If you can't follow the rules, then I'll be honest and short. Don't come to our park. We have the rules for a reason. Safety, management, and just honest conduction of human beings. Yep. And I have one quick little short story to, to um, end us today. Okay. So I was driving through the park, and we have a pit toilet at the, our exit. And I saw a little chihuahua just sitting outside the door. (laughs) And I'm like, what the heck? It didn't look like he was on a leash because he was on one of those super skinny leashes. Yeah, those draw leashes. Yeah, the draw ones. So I was like, "Uh, this isn't good. He's like by himself. I didn't know someone was in the bathroom. So I walked up and I saw he was on the leash. And I was like, okay. And then all of a sudden his owner walks out of the bathroom and we're like face to face. And I was like, (laughs) oh, sorry. I just thought the dog was left unattended. They're like, no. We just know animals can't come into the state buildings. <laughs> like, this is hilarious. <laughs> now that's a good rule follower right there. I just, when you mentioned the story, I picture the chihuahua, you know, when they get too much sun in their eyes, they have that little squinty look that you give. Yeah. Like he was like, just smoked a bunch of weed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that, I guess that would be the best example. Squinty eyed dog just sitting there like, yep, it's kind of bright out here and yeah, That's exactly what he looked like. <laughs> was he excited when he started walking up, though? Yeah, he was wagging, wiggling. <laughs> like, oh, hey, my first customer. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, oh, so to sum this up and, and, and the podcast ending here, um, we started off this way. Now, I hope we've given enough reasons why people should make sure that their dogs, one, on a leash, two, make sure it's no more than six foot. Um, we don't want to have to chase dogs. We don't want to have to chase someone else's dogs. We don't want a dog to get off and decide that it doesn't like someone to bite him. I had, I'm pretty sure I have a story somewhere related where I saw someone get bit and we had to call animal control and stuff like that. I do not want to have to go into those stories. Not only are they sad, but they're unfortunate and I never want to have to. Yeah, we don't want to go into sad, tr- traumatic yeah. stories on here. Yeah, I'm just going to go with understand that there's a reason that the six-foot leash is in place for mm-hmm. that. Um, please clean up any litter. I'll say litter. <laughs> that you have with any animals or whatever you bring into the park at all times because someone could step on it as suspenseful as it sounded it almost happened so yeah and i mean it's not only dogs like i've seen people bring goats on a leash into the park (laughs) i guess i do have to tell that story now alpaca (laughs) Uh, yeah (laughs) so there's an alpaca story and then there's a literal goat story at another midwest park i used to work at so I was uh, on, on a Wednesday shift, uh, working a night shift alone on that day with maybe one STW with me. And I got a call on the phone and it says, you won't believe this, but you need to come down to the beach area. There is uh, three goats being toted down through the, the dog <laughs> beach area. 
And I said, uh, you said goats? And they said, yep. Come on down here, you'll see them. I'm like, okay. So I shoot down there on, on the, the transportation I have there. And uh, yeah, they weren't lying. So this were guy, the goats on a leash? The goats were on a leash. Okay. They, they thought that they were, it was like a, just an animal beach, not just a dog beach. We literally specified this place as a dog beach because you cannot control how much goat goats poop or you can't bring oh, horses yeah. in sand. And... Just, they poop so much, it just comes out. Yeah. It's a real short story, but I got to see three goats on the beach and I let the guy know, unfortunately, I understand you're following most regulations here, but this is a dog beach. You can't bring your goats. I don't even know if your goats like walking through the sand like this, sir. <laughs> The guy didn't have very great English, but I lived, I was able to inform him, like, no goats here. <laughs> and then I had no intentions on doing anything with just a warning, like, please take your goats home, man. I don't know if this is something that you see in the normal place where you're at, but around here, it's, it's not really a goat area. Keep them inside a fence, please. Thank you. Oh, wow. The things you see at the parks. <laughs> And you had an, I know a little bit about this alpaca story, but can you remember a little bit about it real quick? I don't, I wasn't there. I just heard about it, but wasn't he at one of our little beaches, the alpaca? <laughs> he was at like the camper's beach or yeah. something? Okay. I think, I don't know if I can, because I remember someone's like, there's an alpaca on the beach that someone called on the radio. I'm just like, what? <laughs> <laughs> alpaca? That's a prank call. Don't even check it out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I bet you someone went down there and actually saw an alpaca. Well, there it is, folks. You can see just about everything in parks. Yeah. So anyway, yes, make sure you clean up your litter. Always keep dogs on a six-foot leash and always prevent dogs from getting too close to someone that you think that they may like but actually turn out they don't like. Stuff like that, okay? Just be safe with your dogs. Thanks for listening today. Yeah. We'll see you in the next week's podcast. Also... Just so you know, this podcast will be the first one featured on Spotify. Uh, as it turns out, the last three podcasts have been a different file format. But starting now, we will now have all podcasts going Spotify, iTunes, and on Podbean, where it is hosted from. So if you do prefer to use Spotify over iTunes, good news will be available for you. We're already actually there, but this will be the first one to show up for you. If you have anything to say, please go to Podbean dot com slash rangers of the midwest or just type in slash romw you'll be able to find us give us comments send a follow whatever you want to do we're happy to have you here thanks for listening guys ranger robin and ranger john out Woo!